trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon, the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, NASH FM 106.1, and always at ericasher.com. Don't forget our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms, Anchor, Spotify, Google, iHeart, Spreaker, you name it, we're on it. And, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher, Eric Asher on Facebook, and uh, on uh, Instagram, it's the it's Inside New Orleans show. Uh, this week on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Thursday live broadcast, 1 p.m. on LAE. Also live streaming on the LAE uh, YouTube page. 6 p.m. on WLAE TV every Thursday night, 10 o'clock on WLAE TV 2, The Deuce. Uh, Friday night, 9 o'clock Pelican, 10 o'clock on LAE. And uh, Saturday, uh, 2 a.m. on The Deuce, 5 p.m. Pelican Sports Television. Uh, Mike Dettelier will join us on the program this week. 
from, uh, you know, again, Mike Dettelier's draft report, which should be out this week if you've ordered it. Again, uh, all of them started going out last week. And uh, Mike will break the draft down for us. We've got some good stories about uh, what's happening uh, in football. We'll talk LSU. We'll talk Tulane with him. All that happened on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. On today's program, uh, we will have Larry Holder at 4.30 this afternoon. Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com will look back on uh, the spring game. Uh, He'll join us at 5.10. And uh, the demise of the Pelicans. We will talk about the Pels, losers of two games in overtime over the weekend. Uh, And we'll talk about the Pels with Ollie. Uh, at 5.35. We're going to talk about the Pels in the first segment of today's program as well. Uh, and, of course, uh, a lot of that has to do with the national buzz now around uh, with Zion's comments about Madison Square Garden. Uh, we'll let you hear that audio in, in a few minutes as well. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll give you our thoughts on uh, the future of Zion here in New Orleans and what has to happen uh, to be able to keep him here in New Orleans uh, long term. Um, of course, uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. If you've had an issue with your air conditioning system and you need help, uh, again, uh, you can call my friends at Burkhart. Uh, they'll be there for you fast. They answer the door 24-7, 365, a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Uh, and, and, of course, truly a company can trust. Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, let's hear what uh, what uh, Zion had, had to say after the uh, overtime loss to the Knicks uh, in New York, a matinee game, which is, a, uh, again, a nationally televised game, always a big deal on Sunday afternoon in New York at Madison Square Garden when the Knicks are playing. Uh, and, of course, normally, again, national TV eyes are on them, uh, especially when a, a superstar-type player comes into the Garden. And this is what he had to say about um, Madison Square Garden and, and playing in the Mecca. Bruce. Uh, I'm glad you asked that, actually. Uh... I mean, New York is the mecca of basketball. Uh, I love, I love playing. I love playing here. Uh, when I played here in college, and this is my first time playing here in the pros, and I mean, this this atmosphere, you know, whether they're cheering for you, whether they're booing for you, uh, it's amazing. Uh, uh, honestly, I think outside of New Orleans, obviously, uh, I think this might be my favorite place to play outside of New Orleans. I can't even lie to you. I can't lie to you. All right, that's uh, that's Zion Williamson uh, again uh, talking about uh, the uh, playing and go ahead, you cut that for me, uh, uh, Rudy. Thank you. That's Zion Williamson talking about the uh, opportunity to play uh, in the Garden uh, in front of New York Knicks fans, and of course now New York is buzzing, right? The national head talking heads all morning long, all year. Again, since that uh, that comment, uh, they can't control themselves. They're absolutely giddy because, if, again, a lot of those same analysts have been have been uh, wishing, begging, pleading, uh, again, uh, uh, hoping that somehow, some way, that Zion would find himself uh, in a major market like New York. Uh, again, I remember. When, uh, when uh, again, when the draft was coming and, and all the national analysts were, again, pointing to Zion, uh, again, ending up in New York. And, of course, after the Pelicans blew another lead, this one, again, nationally televised matinee matchup in Madison Square Garden, the Mecca basketball, that didn't help either because that fuels the fire. After the game, Stan Van Gundy couldn't hold back his frustration. Two overtime losses, blowing lead after lead in the fourth quarter. 
of course, saying that they deserved to lose that uh, game after blowing a defensive assignment that led to the overtime loss to the Knicks, 122-112. to 112. Uh, And it's, I mean, it's something that has just been part of the DNA of this Pelican team this year. Again, you can play with a team for three, three and a half quarters, then they turn it on, and you get lost. Uh, you could take it right down to the final two minutes, right down to the final seconds uh, with, with, again, a lead. And unfortunately, the Pelicans can't hold on to that lead. So while Van Gundy was, again, not wanting to talk to the media uh, about the, the defensive uh, blown uh, assignments at the end of the game, and there were multiple, he had Zion gushing. Couldn't hold back his exuberance for, again, the storied venue in the city that never sleeps. So now the drum beat once, once again begins. When will Zion pack up his basketball greatness and head to the Big Apple? I mean, that's the question now, right? That's every talking head out there nationally, that's all they want to talk about right now. Well, first of all, I'll say this. Not so fast, my friends. Not so fast, okay? Um, Zion is a, is a restricted free agent in 2023. And if anybody knows the drill, of dealing again with generational players in the NBA, it's New Orleans. We go back to Pistol Pete Maravich, who was a generational player. Of course, that, that was the byproduct of a owner that wanted to get his team closer to the West Coast and ended up pulling the rug out on New Orleans, blaming it on, on everything but what it was, poor ownership and an amusement tax that sent that team heading, uh, heading over to Salt Lake. Of course, the second time around, New Orleans gets a franchise, and it's, it's CP3. Chris Paul, and then eventually Anthony Davis. They both took the Supermax, and they waited a couple seasons after that to be able to force their way out of a small market, a small market with a team that is inept, management that was inept, ownership that was inept. The New Orleans Hornets slash Pelicans. Just call it like it is. So... Are you surprised by, again, the national buzz right now about the possibility of maybe Zion ending up in um, New York when his contract is up? I mean, if you put Zion on a lie detector, let's just be honest about this, okay? He would tell you that he was hoping that the draft lottery ping pong balls would have came up the Knicks and that he could have followed in the footsteps of, again, another former overall number one pick, Patrick Ewing to the garden. I mean, that's just honest, okay? You don't think for a second that he's thinking, man, I surely hope that New Orleans picks me. I hope that New Orleans gets an opportunity to get the number one overall pick. New Orleans, New York, get real, okay? We're just calling it like it is. I love my city. I love my teams. But at the end of the day, uh, when you talk about the difference between, again, a superstar being in, in, in the backdrop of New York City as opposed to small market New Orleans, it's Yankee Stadium curse Rooney, if you know what I mean. And I'm sure you do. So, sure, he loved the enthusiasm of the Pelicans fan, and I can go back in my mind's eye and remember this because it was a great moment in Pelicans history. Fans shoulder to shoulder in the warehouse district on that hot June night. I mean, again, there wasn't a breeze in the air. It was hot. It was humid. And, again, the folks, again, still stood out. Their fans still stood out there waiting for, again, the ping pong ball to come up and went completely berserk knowing that Zion was coming to New Orleans. Pelicans won the draft lottery. They had the right to select Zion. And I'm sure he loves the, the, the people of New Orleans, okay? 
our people, the fans, the fans of the Pelicans. Again, uh, well, but when you start talking about players and their aspirations and where they'd like to play, when you peel it back and you get them to get, give you the, the honest truth, the best of the best always going to gaze at the glitz of the big markets like Los Angeles and New York City. Just is what it is. It's, it is what it is. So to me, Zion is no different when you watch him gush over playing in Madison Square Garden. It's not surprising to me, nor should it to be uh, to, to you as a Pelican fan. Now, there's no doubt. Look, he qualified his answer, didn't he? I mean, he's a smart guy. He's, he is media savvy, making sure that he professed his love for New Orleans before he said anything about, the, again, possibly uh, loving to play in the mecca of basketball, Madison Square Garden, New York City. Can we be as honest about this? Who likes playing on a loser? I mean, not the greats of the game for sure, right? The greats of the game don't want to play on a losing team and, and, and go their entire career without having an opportunity to win a championship. In today's NBA, they don't have to. And that's just a fact. It's not like the NFL. In today's NBA, you don't have to be able to, again, labor with a small market losing team. You can force your way out and build a super team in a major market. Let me say this. The only way Zion doesn't join CP3 and AD as former all-time greats that wore New Orleans on their chest is to build an NBA champion. Not a championship contender, but an NBA champion. You want historic proof? Think about it right here in New Orleans. The NFL, where players don't have the clout to be able to dictate where they are traded, where there's parity that can allow you to go from worst to first, and we've seen it here in New Orleans with the Saints. No one, that one single player in the NFL, unless they were natives, wanted to play with New Orleans or, play, or be a New Orleans Saint until Drew Brees and Sean Payton arrived. And they ultimately, again, turned the Saints into the worst franchise in the NFL, the Super Bowl champions. Championships change organizations. They make them destination franchises. Players will take less money to have a chance to be able to win a ring, to be part of a championship organization, no matter what the size of the market. doesn't matter what the market size is. No matter what the league, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, NHL. Improving over time. But players will always take the big payday and take a chance on playing in a big market like, like Los Angeles or New York City, because why? Even if they don't win in those markets, the outside opportunities in those major markets, what they offer that player that the small markets just can't compete with, that's on top of the money they make in their salaries. It's pretty simple, ladies and gentlemen. It's pretty simple. If Zion is to remain a Pelican, in the words of the late Al Davis, just win, baby. And when I say win, I mean championships. You can have a great ownership that's willing to, again, play in luxury tax land. And that's probably where you're going to have to be if you're going to win a championship in the NBA, especially as a small market, but any market. But if a small market team can't consistently surround a superstar with a chance to win a ring every season, the lure of the big market will always be lurking. Again, you want proof? Chris Paul gave New Orleans six great years. Gone. Anthony Davis, gone after seven years, both landed in Los Angeles. So it's pretty simple. David Griffin is on the clock. He's really been on the clock since the ping balls fell in New Orleans' way instead of New York's. 
and it's been a really kind of troubled water since then. He lost Zion's first year to injury. Again, they were slow to put him on the court with limiting his minutes. Okay, and then they folded in the COVID-19 bubble on, when, when, on the, on the play-in tournament, year two. Consistently inconsistent from the play on the court to the vision for the team by the front office and the coaching staff. Now, this year's version of the Pelicans will be lucky to make it to the play-in tournament. And that's just being honest. That's not being critical. When you look at what Griffin has done thus far, look, I'd say, and I've said this before, I think he did the best he could do with the Anthony Davis trade, okay? He got a treasure chest of future number one picks and pick swaps. And only time's going to tell us if Ingram is truly deserving of the max contract he got last year. And the Pelicans want or can retain either Lonzo Ball and or Josh Hart. So we'll see what happens with the L.A. Laker trade. The drafts have looked solid so far, but they look solid. Look, it's hard not to have a good draft when you get, you get a, a generational player like Zion with the first overall pick. But Hayes and Naw, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, are also part of that draft. Didi Lozada, is, 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 we'll find out if he's going to pan, pan out because he's just been called up from uh, the uh, NBL Australian League. He's on a multi-year deal, and he's going to be playing for the Pelicans to close out the season. Kyra Lewis looks like he's got potential, much like Hayes and Nikhil Alexander-Walker. But just potential. We don't know what those players are going to be in the long run. They look like they could be bona fide NBA players, no doubt about it. The free agencies have been a bust. J.J. Redick, one year and gone. Same thing for Nico Melli. They were out after one season. You traded them both for rental, for rental role players and, again, a stash, another, another draft pick. When you talk about the Drew Holiday trade, it gets an F. Okay, Drew Bledsoe, I'm sorry, Drew, when you look at, 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 uh, at, at Bledsoe right now, Bledsoe's a guy, Eric Bledsoe has, has, has been a bust for this team. A guy that was thought to be a top, a top defender, he's been anything but. A guy that was thought to be a great leader on the court, that again can play the point guard for you, anything but. Absolute bust here in New Orleans. And you're on the hook for another big-time big contract next year with only a $3.9 million guaranteed contract the following year, maybe you can get rid of him if you attach a pick to him. Wow. Steven Adams was really kind of part of that deal, even though he's part of the free agency, right? He's not lived up to the billing either. $29 million this year, $17 and $16 million the next two years. Again, it looks like a bad deal right now with Steven Adams. Not the same player he was with Oklahoma City. Not making that impact. So that looks like another bust. So Griff's track record? Early but incomplete. It's not that great, to be honest with you. It's not that great. When you look at the moves that he's made so far, not that great. Anybody could get, could again, when you win, the, the, the draft lottery could pick Zion. That's not that hard. But it's the other deals that he's made so far that have not panned out. He said all the right things. He looks to build a solid front office. But he's on his second coach, and the results are not much different. Anybody really believe that Stan Van Gundy is any more than a bridge coach for, for Zion Williamson. Then again, if Zion Williamson is ever to lead the Pelicans to win a championship, that Stan Van Gundy is going to be on the sidelines? I certainly don't believe that. And I believe he's here to be able to teach these guys how to be pros and how to play defense, but I think it's going to end at that point. There's an expiration date on Stan Van Gundy with any team. So now what happens in this offseason? They've got to get it right on the next move. They've got to speed up this process, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, to build a championship roster because it's critical because the clock's ticking on Zion in a Pelicans uniform. 
And, of course, hoarding these draft classes, all these picks that you have, this treasure chest of picks, you know, to let a young team mature together might backfire if the maturation process doesn't resemble the championship rise of the Golden State Warriors a few years back. Or, again, what we're seeing with the Phoenix Suns right now. Well, by the way, we've got that one piece that changed everything in Chris Paul. You remember me talking about Chris Paul in this program? One, and again, I know he's too expensive, but he could be a guy that could really solidify this team. He's done it in Phoenix. So it's up to Griff to really use the assets now to build a championship team. I'll get used to seeing, again, the next generational superstar walk to a big market. While, again, small market New Orleans continues to be a farm club for the big boys of the NBA. And ladies and gentlemen, that's just gospel. That's just the truth. You want to put a grade on David Griffin right now? It's incomplete, but again, it's not an A or a B based on what he's done. You want to look at, at, at what Stan Van Gundy's done in a short time? Come on. Been interested to see again how this kind of plays out. And look, I'm, I'm a David Griffin fan, but you've got to call it like it is at this point. The opportunity for a guy like um, Zion to stay here, you're on the clock, you've got to get it done now, and you've got to build a championship team around him. And if you don't, after he gets that second contract, he'll be out the door. All right, quick break. We'll come back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples helps you get back to business with custom printed signs and sales materials. Now get 15% off signs, posters, or decals when you spend $75 or more. Offer ends 529-21. Exclusions apply. Limit one per customer. See store staples.com slash signage for details. 10 westbound, you delays remain solid from Elysian Fields to Canal. Then it picks back up from Causeway to just past Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your backups are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, your backups are from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your delays remain solid from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. And also, if you're traveling along the Crescent City connection coming into the city, delays remain steady from Terry Parkway to the O'Keefe exit. I'm Ed Robinson. On the east bank and west bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- 4792. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball, crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, sports, and hot ball crawfish. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Eating. 
With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhart gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays. That's Race Stovall Plumbing, 504 373 5733. 504 373 5733. I'm glad you asked that, actually. Uh, I mean, New York is the mecca of basketball. Uh, I love, I love playing. I love playing here. Uh, when I played here in college, and this is my first time playing here in the pros, and I mean, this this atmosphere, you know, whether they're cheering for you, whether they're booing for you, uh, it's amazing. Uh, uh, honestly, I think outside of New Orleans, obviously, uh, I think this might be my favorite place to play outside of New Orleans. I can't even lie to you. I can't lie to you. All right, thanks, Z. All right, that's Zion Williamson yesterday after the loss to the to the New York Knicks, talking about his affinity for playing in New York. 260-1061. Larry Holder to join us at 440. Jack in River Ridge is up first. Jack, how you doing? Hey, Eric, how you doing? Doing great, Jack. Um, Eric, the uh, the talking heads will never bother me because you know they got to find stuff to talk about every day, and sure, I don't really pay attention to them. Any, no matter what they talk about, I really don't pay attention. Um, but um, look, I look at it this way: the Pelicans have which, what, what would you think? Three, four, maybe five years to get this right, you know, with Zion. And you figure Chris Paul was yeah. six, Anthony Davis was seven, so it's somewhere between four and five. You're right. Okay. Well, if they can't get this right, again, they they deserve what they get. I mean, True. You know, he shouldn't have to stay here. You know, a, a lot, our friend Scott likes to compare um, – he likes to compare Michael Jordan's situation to – to all of these other guys' situations. Michael Jordan plays for the greatest coach of all time in a good organization, okay? There was lots of good players around him, okay? I mean, he was spectacular, but, mm-hmm. you know, there was a bunch of guys that played hard, that, that did what they had to do. They all had roles. The Pelicans can't – I mean, I like the young core of players. but Me too. But, but they have to start showing a little bit of character. And, and I, I, you know how I feel about Bledsoe. I mean, the – if he needs a ride to the airport, I'm available. <laughs> you and me both. I'm, I'm with you, Jack, but, which, again, you can, brings me back to, to my criticism, of, uh, and rightly so, of, of David Griffin. I mean, look, you look at the, at the Laker deal, the Laker deal, look, Boston drops out, he did the best he could. Uh, it's what you're going to do with those draft picks. So far, the draft looks like pretty good. They look at some pretty good players that might turn into some very, very good NBA players. Only time is going to tell. Uh, he's got a, something on. He's got to be able to make a move this year to figure out if he's going to re-sign Lonzo Ball long-term and also Josh Hart. But, again, when you look at the other deals that have been made, uh, Eric Bledsoe, Stephen Adams, those guys haven't worked out this year. J.J. Redick, Nico Melli last year, those guys didn't work out. Okay, so, uh, you know, again, they stubbed their toe on both. And, and, and the, again, you gave up a big-time player in Drew Holiday in hopes that, again, not just landing draft picks, but having the opportunity, again, to, to, to build around Zion. So, He's on the look. Griff's got to get it right. 
and 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 he can't continue to stub his toe, uh, much like we've seen with general managers of the past, and because. We know what happens. We've seen this movie before. Okay? These players will move on, and they will move, move to a big market. And the only way you're going to keep them here is again to win championships. Not to be a championship contender, to win championships. Eric, uh, does, um, does Jackson Hayes remind you at all of Tyson Chandler? Because he does me a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, no doubt. He's a guy that plays above the rim. He can run the floor. Uh, he's a shot blocker, although, again, Tyson Chandler was a much more accomplished shot blocker. Offensively, I think maybe Hayes has the ability to possibly be a little bit better than Tyson Chandler. But, again, that's what you're looking for, right? An athletic big that can go up and down the floor. Uh, you know, and, that, and, that, and that's, what, uh, that's what he is. Uh, and he's got a tremendous amount of upside. He's getting better each and every time he takes the floor. Eric, before I go, um, are you going to start having some people on uh, to talk about the draft? Maybe. Yep. I forget the the local guy who writes the book and uh, Al Dupuis, Chris Landry. I'm trying to have them all on within the next two weeks to try to get some national guys on as well. I appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. Have a good afternoon. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate the phone call as always. To Kenner and Bo. Bo, how you doing today? What's going on, Eric? How you doing, Bo? Hey. Uh, I share your enthusiasm with the Zion talk. The talking heads. I mean. The, New York is salivating right now. At this oh, topic. come on. You know it. <laughs> uh, but not only are we on the clock with Zion, man. If we lose Zion, I'm afraid we might lose this whole franchise. Like, can we think we can survive that? Or Yeah, well, it's, look, it comes down to this, okay? Uh, how, how old will Miss Benson be, and, and, and what is her health like? When, uh, when, if and when Zion does move on, okay, and, and that this team is not a championship contender. Uh, you know, all this kind of hinges on Miss Benson, who has no heirs. Uh, if, if something was to happen to her, then what's happens to the franchise? I think she will keep this franchise here in New Orleans as long as she's alive. Now, if she passes, I, I think that it's up in the air whether we can keep the NBA franchise or not. Uh, it's yeah. going to come down. And, of course, that's looking farther into the, into the future here, hopefully. Uh, but no, no, look, it's a legitimate. It is a legitimate concern for for basketball fans here in New Orleans, uh, be, because of you know the possibility of once again losing another generational player, and, and will they sour on the NBA game because of the fact that it is a league now of have and have nots. Right, right. And as far as uh, the the players on the court, uh, man, I think man, we'll have to go into the luxury tax to win a championship. In my opinion, I mean that's just, no doubt. That's just the bottom line. I mean. Uh, it was it was addressed when uh, Griffin was hired that he had no uh, no um, no um, had had to pretty much had the clearance to go over the luxury tax. So, yes, uh, I mean you know with the draft picks, I, I love seeing the draft picks play for our team, man. It's these veterans that what gets me going, man. And Brandon Ingram, in my opinion, is soft as, as tissue, man. I mean, yep. if, if he could somehow move him, I know he's got a hefty contract, but he could be a nice score for a contender team, man. Yeah, and it could be a nice but, uh, score for this team, too. And that's why I asked the question in the monologue. You know, only time will tell if they made the right move and ultimately given him a max deal. Right, uh, now, right. you know, I mean, we'll see. Now, uh, maybe it ends up getting uh, being a situation where, again, the max deal was warranted and, and he continues to grow as a player because all these players are still very, very young, okay? And, and you hate to see them, you know, move on elsewhere and then all of a sudden they explode as, as a professional. But at the same yeah. time, I think that, that Griff has to start looking at this as now not just trying to grow a team and, and being a farm club for other teams with, again, this, this young talent, but you also don't have to start putting veterans around this, uh, th- this young team as well that can fit with Zion, that, that can get you into contention with, again, the eye on, 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 again, by the time you get to his second contract, you're winning championships. 
Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Eric. That's all I got. Thank you, Bo. Always appreciate the phone call. Yeah, and look, I'm not knocking Griff. I'm just calling it like it is. I was excited when David Griffin got the job. Still excited about him as the vice president of basketball operations. But you got to call it like it is. Okay, the draft picks look like, again, there's some talented players that they're, they're young and they may grow into very, very good NBA players. Okay, that's going to take time, no doubt about that. Do you have time to be able to allow those players to grow around Zion? Can you do a repeat of a Golden State Warrior? I mean, that's the question. Can you do that? Who knows? Can, can again, you get to the point where Phoenix is this year, where you, where you bring in one uh, veteran player and all of a sudden that puts you over the top. You know the Pelicans have the ninth highest payroll in the NBA. When you look at the number of wins as opposed to that payroll, it's not equaling up. But you'd have to say, again, some of the moves that he's made with the veterans, the trades, they just haven't, they haven't panned out. The Pelicans have lost those trades. And I, and I, and I discount the, the, the Laker trade because, again, we still don't know. You don't know what those draft picks are going to be. And ultimately, we'll find out this summer how much, again, they value Lonzo Ball and Josh Hart. And if those players, again, continue to be able to, to, to grow as NBA players. But you can't sit here and, 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 and wait and, you know, say, we're, you know, we're going to be patient. There's no patience in, 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 in professional sports. There's no patience in professional sports. So as you get to this summer, if this Pelican team doesn't make the bubble, I'm sorry, doesn't make the play-in game or, or does make the play-in tournament, doesn't matter. You've got to start building a championship team because the clock is ticking on Zion. All right, we come back. Larry Holder joins us on the program. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opposite. If you're in the market for a quality-used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best-used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms. Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your signs should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right. Enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. 
So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. The Wendy's restaurant in your area has issued a major bag alert. Bag alert, major bag alert. The bacon double stack is back in the biggie bag with fries, nugs, and a drink, all for just five bucks. The following are to be expected. Joy, disbelief, inability to think about anything else. This deal is effective immediately, and it's only at Wendy's. Major bag alert. Bag, bag alert. Biggie Bag includes four-piece nuggets, small fry, and small drink. U.S. price and participation may vary. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Okay, class, let's bump it up to nine. Come on, Limu, keep peddling. We gotta build our endurance to let more people know that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Pick up the pace, bird legs. Hey, don't talk to Limu like that. I'm not, I'm talking to you. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. Does it feel like finding clothes in your fit is impossible? Tired of feeling overwhelmed with options that just aren't right? Let the experts at Stitch Fix do the shopping for you. At Stitch Fix, we make sure each piece is hand-selected for your life. So whether you're staying home or on the go, Stitch Fix has the answer for what to wear. We make it easy to find what works for you. Signing up takes just a few minutes, and styles are delivered directly to your door. Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, your style delivered. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Larry Holder of The Athletic joins us on the program now. Larry, how you doing? Good. I'm good, Eric. How are you today? Doing great, Larry. Larry, before we kick it off uh, because of a shortened segment, tell us a little bit about the, uh, the Athletic and how folks can subscribe. Absolutely. Uh, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Uh, you can jump on there. Uh, all of our great written work. We're in full blast draft mode with the draft uh, about a, a little over a week away. Uh, of course, we're doing Pelicans. Just wrapped up spring football at LSU. Uh, we're going to be covering the Zurich uh, because we have PGA coverage uh, all throughout uh, the site. So you can go check us out, theathletic.com slash New Orleans. Larry, I know you're a little bit of a handicapper when you get a chance. Let's handicap this draft that's coming up on, on, um, on next week. Larry, what's the, what do you think the odds of this team, again, moving up and being very, very aggressive to target a player at a certain position or, or to possibly, again, um, maybe move back and acquire picks? If you, if, you were, if you were a bet man right now, what do you think they were going to do? I would bet they'd move up. I mean, they always do, seemingly. And maybe they've moved back once or twice since Sean Payton's been the head coach with the Saints. So it's, it's really a rare thing for that to happen, especially early in a draft. So now when will they potentially do that? Uh, look, I don't know if they uh, want to do that in the first round. I think it's really okay. going to depend on uh, if they are really in love with a certain player. I and mean, maybe it would be a, a cornerback because, it, uh, you know, there's really two sure things and, and then some others that you might have some question marks on and uh, some other positions as well. So uh, linebacker, I'd probably say that too. So, you know, it's going to take a, a certain player to fall because, uh, you know, look, they've got, if they want to move up significantly, they're going to have to move uh, significant assets. And, you know, I, the Saints are willing to do that, uh, but I'm wondering how willing they are to do that this year, especially when the scouting has not been what it has been uh, and because of uh, the COVID-19 restrictions throughout this past year. So, you know, maybe – 
Maybe they're le- more leery. Maybe their board's a little bigger this year than, than it normally is. Yeah, because I was going to ask again, um, you know, we've, we, we've seen them be more and more aggressive. Uh, in, in a post-Drew Brees world, are they maybe a, a little bit more apprehensive of giving out future capital uh, to, to move up? Where in the past they've been pretty uh, open to be able to give up, again, future draft picks to be able to go get a player they really want. Yeah, I think that's something that they have to ask themselves, uh, you know, because anytime they move up, they're A, paying more for the player, and B, losing cheaper labor because you're probably giving up picks. So uh, are the Saints in a real good position to do that at this point? They're probably at the, at the worst position uh, they've been in a long time to actually do that. So what do you do? I mean, uh, do you go with the approach where you want uh, quantity and maybe you pass up? Uh, you know, a top 15 pick that you love, but you don't want to pay for them and, and maybe stay put. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think that's something that they have to look at and figure out, uh, you know, especially because next year's cap, I think, is going to be uh, a question mark for them as, again as well. So, you know, I think that's something that, that they have to take that into account when they decide, okay, hey, let's let's not go all the way up to number 14 and go get a pick and then you lose a first round of this this year and next year. And so that's something they definitely have to ponder when, when they go uh, about this draft process. If the saints were to move up, uh, they would target more, more than likely this position. What position would it be? I'm talking about the first round. Yeah, I'd have to say corner. Uh, That's just, uh, you know, I I think there are uh, Patrick Sertan and JC Horn and they're the top two. And after that, where do you go from there? Uh, You know, because, uh, uh, and, and how high would you have to go there? I mean, you might have to go to number 10. And do you want to pay that price? I don't know if you want to pay that price. Uh, so someone for me, say like a Micah Parsons, uh, you know, linebacker from Penn State, uh, you know, would he be someone you'd want to go all the way up for? Uh, you know, so I, I think it's, it would probably have to be defensively uh, where they go. Because, uh, you know, uh, but maybe they shock us all and they trade up for Devontae Smith or something like that. I, look, I'm not putting them past anything to to maybe uh, either help on the defense or become more explosive offensively. But you know, if, if you, we're talking about being a betting man here. Who would you bet? Yep. I, you know, I'd, I'd bet on corner uh, if that's the way they want to do this. If they stand pat at 28, the most likely position they draft. Oh, boy, I think that's a tough call. Uh, I think at that point you'd be looking at probably the third or fourth corner on the board. You'd be looking at the fourth or fifth receiver on the board. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you were more apt to uh, go the mantra of best player available. Uh, You know, they say they do that all the time, but obviously, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll they'll reach on a guy sometimes. Uh, maybe not in the first round, but in round two we've seen it happen. But still, I think when you look at it, uh, it, it is not cut and dry for me to say, oh, they'll go here because, uh, you know, I, I think it's something that, uh, say, a defensive lineman, an interior defensive lineman or an edge rusher falls that they like. Uh, I think that's something else that they can ponder there too. So you're more wide open if you go to 28 and stay there. But if you are – Pinpointing a player, the, the position certainly gets smaller uh, as if you're going to go trade up because you, you're, you're targeting a certain player if you're going to be doing that.
you almost answered this question a little bit earlier, but I'll, I'll pose it again. They're at 60 on, in the second round. Uh, uh, likeliness of, of them moving up uh, or getting multiple picks in the second round rather than, again, going for the fourth-best corner or the third-best linebacker or the fourth-best receiver uh, in the first round? I think trading up maybe in round two might give me a better spot than in round one. Uh, you know, round one, if you trade up, uh, you know, or if you trade back into round one, which I don't think the Saints are going to do, but look, they have the, the movable parts where if they're at 60 and they want to move one of the third rounders and move up, because I feel like there's going to be a big run at corner once round two starts. There's a big cluster uh, the, of corners that yes. probably range in day two that could fly off the board before the Saints go there. And so, you know, you and me would agree that, They've got to leave the draft with a corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, would you? Would they be more apt to do that? I think they would. I mean, look, they moved up in round two to get up, go get Eric McCoy. Uh, that's panned out for them. Uh, but still, it, it's, it's a position where if you're in round two and you're 60 and you're starting to see all these players fly off the board, you might get a little more jumpy than maybe you would in round one. How critical is it for this team to get one or two plug-and-play players out of this draft? I think it's more important than we've seen since 2017. Uh, you know, we, we saw a lot of plug-and-play players there, but also the Saints were not as good of a football team back then, so you maybe needed them to be more plug-and-play. And then all of a sudden, of course, you know, they've had free agents pan out and rookies pan mm-hmm. out. Sure. And, you know, so it's uh, – it's more it's more important now because of the shape of the roster. You, you lost a lot of the middle tier of the roster that rookies weren't even beating those guys out. Now you're going to ask mm-hmm. rookies or younger players to play those roles. And so, uh, you know, it, it's different than being able to figure out a Zach Bond. Uh, you know, is he going to be able to play and, uh, you know, and, and those sort of things. So it, it, to me, uh, you gotta you got to have at least a couple. I, I, I'd say – you know, we're, we might be being generous with two. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, I might ask for more, uh, you know, in that terms. I, you might want more than just two to come out and play right away. And yet we also have to remember, though, look, people talk about the 2017 draft. 2016, all of those guys, fourth round and better, all played significant roles or are still yes. playing significant roles mm-hmm. with the Saints. So, you know, that you can you can don't discount that one. But I mean, it's. It's been a few years since they've needed a really plug-and-play guy. Yeah. If they don't get those plug-and-play, look, we know we know, what the, we know what the positions are. It's linebacker. It, 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 it's corner. You know, some can talk about wide receiver. We'll see how that kind of plays out. Uh, with the with the cap constraints they have on them, how likely is it for them to be in the trademark to try to bring in a veteran to fill one of those areas? Well, it's going to depend on the price tag of the player. I mean, that's part of it. If you're trading for a current player, you're absorbing that salary. Yes. Unless you rework a contract, and then, of course, you're kicking the can down. Uh, and uh, the Saints are, uh, I mean, they're always willing to do it, but they're in less of a good shape to do it at this moment in time. So, uh, but, you know, look, you could, I'm not saying he's a guy you, you they, they're going to sign, but think of someone like Richard Sherman, maybe someone that signs him after the draft. Uh, you know, he's very familiar with the defensive uh, uh, backs coach. Uh, was his defensive coordinator in Seattle during the Legion of Boom days. So uh, that might be a, a, a name to look at. 
But, uh, you know, I would think you could add a veteran somewhere. Uh, and then uh, also, though, if you're going to trade, you've got to be able to absorb the contract. So I think that, yep. again, they are in different a different scenario. We always talk about how they're tight under the cap anyway. This is a mm-hmm. this is more more stringent, more different even now than than it has been in a while. Final question for you, Larry. Likelihood the Saints draft the quarterback of the future in this draft. Quarterback of the future, my likelihood. I would probably. This is going to sound really harsh, but I'm going to say zero. <laughs> they might draft the quarterback. But mm-hmm. is it a quarterback in the future? I'm not banking on it. Uh, you know, that's uh, – who knows? Maybe Davis Mills turns out to be a stud. Kyle Trask, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, if you're not going to go get one of these top guys, I'm definitely not banking on them being the quarterback of the future. So, so you don't uh, see a Tom Brady in this draft that, again, just emerges as just a, not the greatest player of all time, but a great quarterback in this league. You don't you don't see that. Yeah, I don't, I don't see Russell Wilson in round three. Mm-hmm. I don't – right. Know, I, I, like I just don't see that. Maybe it happens, but that's a rare thing. I mean, that's not the norm, uh, as we know. That's a rare thing. So it's uh, yep. uh, yeah. I mean, this is a one-year tryout trial. We'll see where it goes at quarterback with, with what they have. No doubt, Larry. Always appreciate the time. Tell the folks what you got coming up for us on the Athletic. How folks can follow you on social media, and of course, uh, once again, how they can subscribe uh, to the Athletic as well. Absolutely, theathletic.com slash New Orleans, uh, or you could just go click on one of my articles and subscribe through that, whether it's on Twitter, Facebook, uh, you know, at Larry Holder on Twitter. And, look, we're in full draft mode here. I mean, we're uh, doing stories, historical pieces. I'm, I'm doing all kinds of outlooks on players that I like uh, for, for the Saints, so that's going to be coming in the next week and a half. And then, of course, we have full-blown coverage for the draft. Uh, so you can go check all that out. And, of course, uh, the Duncan Holder podcast on the Athletics uh, Podcast Network as well. Thanks, brother. We'll, we'll have you back next week in our regular time of 530. Until then, have a fantastic weekend, uh, and we'll talk soon. All righty. Good talking to you, buddy. Thank you, brother. That's uh, Larry Holder of The Athletic. Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales and Service. If you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, think Burkhardt. Uh, they'll do a single-day install for you. Come out, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of powering up the uh, home or the business if the power goes down. And, of course, at Burkhardt, uh, they also do a new install quality check after one month. Financing is available for generators. Now, I keep telling you, generator sales are hot right now. Uh, again, if you want a generator, get in line now. Get it together because uh, storm season's right around the corner. At Burkhardt, again, they can handle uh, generator sales, but also generator service. 24-7, 365 emergency service on generators. Uh, all the parts you need for your generator fully stocked uh, at their warehouse in Mandeville. And if you've utilized, utilized that generator over 100 hours in the past storm season, you got to have it uh, serviced by a professional. Burkhardt can do it for you. Generator sales and service, think Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahousie at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were closed, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? 
Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Are you looking to add more ground clearance or enjoy new terrains? Or you want to improve the ride quality and hauling capacity of your car, truck, or SUV? Then Southern Tire has the answer. We are your lift and leveling kit experts. If you enjoy going off-road, Southern Tire has the lift kit for your vehicle. Our suspension lift kits will increase ground clearance and the performance of your vehicle. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Oceanic Grill, bourbon and conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceanic Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceanic Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Jefferson Fiberglass has an opportunity for you. At Jefferson Fiberglass, you won't get a job, you'll get a career. Jefferson Fiberglass has immediate openings for fiberglass technicians and entry-level positions. To become a team member, call 504-347-6612, online at jeffersonfiberglass.com, or in person at 1524 MacArthur Avenue in Harvey on the West Bank. Jefferson Fiberglass is an equal opportunity employer. Don't wait. Join the Jefferson Fiberglass team today. All right, we've got lucky caller number four, Marcus, on the line. If he answers this question, he wins a new car. Let's do this. Okay, for a new car, name the only actor to appear in... And now a message from our sponsor. With 24-7 support and quick and easy claims, Progressive protects what matters most. Progressive. Films all in the same year. Wait, sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Three seconds, Marcus. Yeah, no, but there was an ad in the middle. You didn't answer. But I didn't hear anything. Oh, Marcus, you dropped it in the dirt. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Howdy, y'all. I'm hearing a lot of squabbling over who has the best chicken sandwich. But as the restaurant with chicken in our name, we let our sandwiches do the talking. The new KFC chicken sandwich has a huge breaded and extra crispy 100% white meat chicken filet, thick crinkle-cut pickles, and real mayo in classic or spicy, stacked on a toasted buttery brioche bun for only $3.99, making this a clear-cut chicken winner. Order the new KFC sandwich on the KFC app. At participating locations only, prices may vary, tax extra. All right, I want to thank Larry Holder for joining us on the program each and every Monday. He'll be going back to his 5.30 slot starting next week on the program. So you can check him out at 5.30 next week. Coming up in the second hour, we're going to be joined by Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. That's shortly after we come out of the uh, break. And then we'll finish up this afternoon uh, with uh, Ali Cassell, the Bird Rights Talking Pelicans. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Stick around. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, 
Trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhardt always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell America sent you. Until 6 o'clock, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon. The iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app. Easy way to take the show with you anywhere. Also, Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com. Our social media platforms on Twitter, at Eric underscore Asher. Uh, Facebook, Eric Asher. Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, our podcast available on all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor's our home base, but you can pretty much get us anywhere. Spotify, Google, iHeart, Spreaker, TuneIn, uh, you name it, we're on it. If we're not on your favorite podcasting platforms, hey, if you wouldn't mind, drop me a line at eric and ericasher.com. Uh, that's our email address. You can always reach me through our email. And um, I'll do my best to be able to get us on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, don't forget this week, Mike Dettelier joins me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports live broadcast every Thursday at uh, 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV. We're also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page, and they rebroadcast 6 p.m. Thursday night 
on WLAE TV, rebroadcast at 10 p.m. on the Deuce every Thursday night. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLAE, 2 a.m. on Saturday morning on the Deuce, and then finishing up every week on uh, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, this hour, as I mentioned, Mike Scarborough is just a minute or so away. We'll talk to him about the uh, LSU spring game uh, and so much more. Also, I like to sell the bird rights. Will join us at 5:35. We'll talk Pelicans. We'll talk Zion with him. And uh, as always, well, we appreciate you checking out the show. Let's uh, head to the guest line. Joining us on the program is none other than Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com. Mike, how are you today? Hey, glad to be with you, Eric. Always good to have you, Mike. I always like to start off our conversation by letting them know a little bit about uh, your fantastic site and, again, how can folks keep up with everything that is LSU at TigerBait.com. Tell us about it and how that's, folks can subscribe. Yeah, that's it. Go to TigerBait.com. One dollar gets you on the site to try us out for a week. I always tell people to choose the annual package. You basically get three months free when you ch- get choose that option. And, uh, of course, we're on Facebook. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Scarborough Mike and uh, we're covering all for you, football, football recruiting, baseball, basketball, the works. Let's talk about the spring game. First of all, just your overall impressions, and then we'll get into some specifics. Um, I, I I came out of that uh, thinking it was probably one of the uh, more entertaining or fun spring games that we've ever seen. I think there's a lot of reason for LSU fans to be uh, excited about next season. I think other than the running back position, maybe uh, – tight end you would uh, like a little bit uh, more there um and I, I think you're going to have some solutions at linebacker um but i think between uh the the running back group can be uh, any issues there can be solved by uh getting healthy and then two true uh, uh big time freshmen that'll arrive in june and Corey kiner and armani goodwin um but i think the veteran offensive line the defensive line and the number of bodies that they're going to be able to rotate in and out of games is going to be why LSU's uh, going to bounce back uh, with a real nice one-loss record uh, this coming season. And, and, I, um, and, I, and I think, obviously, you've got a lot of quarterbacks to work with, but we'll see uh, who's there in, in August because uh, uh, somewhere down the line, somebody's going to want to hit the transfer portal. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the unfortunate thing about this. All right, let's take quarterback first. A lot, lot of raves about Max Johnson and Miles Brennan, what they did on Saturday. Your synopsis? Yeah, no, I I like what they were they did. Uh, of course, they let all four quarterbacks get opportunities with the uh, uh, the ones, and um, I think both those quarterbacks did some nice things. I, I know some might quibble with red zone. Um, you know, Finley and Nussmeyer obviously had the interceptions. Um, but uh, I, I don't know what more you could ask for. I, I guess, look, it is a spring game. They are wearing no-contact gold jerseys, um, you know, which certainly makes things different. But you saw enough out of Saturday to know that, yeah, this this is going to be right back to uh, what we uh, – what we had seen in 2019 with, with, with Joe Brady. Um, talk specifically about what you liked about Brennan, what you liked about uh, Johnson. And then if you would, I'd like you to touch on what you saw from Nussmeyer and what you saw out of TJ Finley. I just, I like the comfort level out of uh, both Max and miles. Um, 
Uh, I, I didn't see a whole lot of uh, guys being uh, unsure of themselves, uh, even though you, you had guys, um, you know, missing from uh, what, you know, their arsenal and what they could do. But I, I just like their, their poise. And, um, you know, and I thought Finley had some nice throws, but then he, then he also had some bad ones. Nussmeyer obviously had three interceptions, but ended the game with a, with a touchdown pass. Um, I mean, but, you know, in, in Nussmeyer's defense, I mean, this, you know, this might've been a weekend. He probably should have been at his senior prom. So, um, and he, he's going to be a, a good one for LSU. He just needs to uh, get his body mature and, and uh, keep slinging it. And, and that's what he did. I, that, the thing I liked about Nussmeyer, even though he had a three picks is that, uh, you know, he kept on getting after it and ended on a positive note. But, uh, you know, it, it's, you know, everybody I talked to that watched it and, mm-hmm. you know, seemed to felt like, you know, just based on the spring game, which, like I said, no contact. If you just right. went by what we were able to see on Saturday, you would say one Johnson, two Brennan, three Finley, four Nussmeyer. But what 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 was the scrimmage the week before? Uh, what You know, who, who's, who, who's uh, you know, being the most efficient in, in the, the, the close scrimmages that we don't get to see. So, um, you know, I, but then you get down to, you know, there's some people out there that think, that worry that uh, you could have a scenario just like uh, when you lost Justin McMillan and Lowell Narcisse in, in a 48 hour period. Could right. something like that happen regardless of who the number two or three is? Well, especially now with the new transfer rules, and I'm going to get into that uh, again before before we finish up our conversation on on defense. What leads you to believe this is a this is going to be a better defensive team than we saw last year? I just think it's a defensive line. Uh, I think they're going to have solutions at at linebacker. We'll see if Baskerville somehow gets back into where he needs to be in the program. Um, but I, I, you know, most of the time you're only operating with two linebackers on the field, anyways. But just the defense alignment. When Logan gets healthy, then you got Neil Farrell, you got Jacoby Guillory, Jaquel and Roy. Uh, you know, Joe Evans looked good. Uh, you know, Mason Smith is a true freshman, is a beast. Ojalari, Andre Anthony, who didn't play on Saturday, was in street clothes. Um, I mean, even Dion Little, the, the project uh, kid that they signed two years ago from the Gulf Coast uh, uh, Mobile uh, area. I mean, I, I watched him uh, a little bit on Saturday, and, and he's shown some promise. So I, I, I just think with all the defensive linemen, they're going to be able to rotate in if they stay healthy. That, that's going to be huge. And it's it all starts in, in the trenches, and, and that goes with your offensive line when your average age is probably 23 years old. Mm-hmm. As far as, uh, as Jake Pease's offense and, and Jones's defense, uh, I know that we were very, very vanilla on Saturday. Um Talk a bit about your your thoughts on on, on what we will see different uh, than we saw the last, saw last year out of both the offense and defense under their coordinatorship. Well, that that that's hard to tell. Um, you know, Orgeron admitted that they were going to keep it very very simple uh, for us on on Saturday, right. and of course everybody watched on SEC Network. Um, but I I just think it's a veteran group that's hungry. I think. Just from what I saw on Saturday, the, the comfort level of the players and them having fun was was a big difference. So, of course, now we, we didn't we didn't have a spring game last year. Yes. To see, you know, Mike, had there been a spring game last year, 
might we be seeing the same things today? Um, uh, so I, I don't know. Um, Mike Scarborough of com is with us. Mike, uh, when, when you look at the wide receiver position, um, some are questioning maybe, again, quality depth there. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you know, Boutte is what he is. He's going to be another in a long line of, of, of great wide receivers. Uh, you know, John Trey Kirkland with a, with a big day, Coy Moore. Um, you know, uh, you've got some weapons there. Um, certainly, I don't, I don't think that it's going to be in the realm of, of what LSU's had the last two years, and especially 2019, but there's, there's some good talent there. Uh, Deion Smith had a, a reception. The true freshman, you're going to get Jack Besh in June. I think Jack Besh is going to see the field. Um, you know, and plus Brian Thomas and, and Chris Hilton. So uh, I, I, the, the receiver spot in my mind is not a worry. What about special teams? What are your thoughts there? Again, now look, it's in, it's early in the process. Anytime you start talking about special teams, but from the specials to the special teams, what did you see? Well, you know, look, there was no coverage. So it was, if, right. if the punter was punting, there was he got back there and punted and punted to or to receiver. So. Um, but I watched Peyton Todd in warm-ups, and, I mean, he was thumping the ball. Um, I mean, he really was – he looked really, really good. And we know what Avery Atkins and Cade York can do. So, um, I, I think Peyton Todd has an opportunity to um, be a, a, a bit better than Zach Juan Rosenberg, who did a very good job for LSU. Mm-hmm. Yep, no doubt about it. Mike, hang in there. I've got to take a quick break. When I come back, I want to continue the conversation. I want to also talk specifically about, the, again, the new transfer rule that's being put in uh, by, by the NCAA for both football and basketball and how you think this may affect LSU in the future. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Mike Scarborough of com is my guest. I'm your host, Eric Asher. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 1061 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by SmartMouth, the only 24-hour mouthwash with twice-daily use. If you talk to someone and they jump back because of your breath, you need SmartMouth, the 24-hour mouthwash. You want to turn heads, but not like that. SmartMouth is the only mouthwash that can provide 24-hour fresh breath when used twice a day. Pick up a bottle of SmartMouth today or visit SmartMouth.com. If you're traveling along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection eastbound coming into the city, look out for your delays from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe exit. 10 westbound, your backups are steady from Bonneville to just past Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are solid from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. And on the eastbound side, from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. 10 eastbound, your delays are steady from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. And also delays are steady if you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway westbound. Backups are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm at Robinson. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Bienvenue is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or our drive-up window at 467 Hickory Avenue. 
Our wait staff will deliver to your door or use waiter. Check out our menu today at BienvenueHarahan.com. Then place your order at 504-305-4792. That's 504-305-4792. Gift cards are available. Order today from Bienvenue on Hickory, 305 305- Four seven nine two. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring steak night, Wednesday, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filet. Friday nights, hot ball crawfish, 6 p.m. till. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, sports, and hot ball crawfish. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home of New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hey, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com in the market for a new system. Burkhardt has, uh, has authorized sales on the top brands in the market. Uh, again, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. I'll come out to your home, do an assessment of, uh, of uh, air conditioning system, uh, what you need in terms, of, in terms of AC in your home. Sit down with you, do a consultation. Once you guys come to an agreement, they'll come out, they'll, do a, a, they'll come out and do the install for you. Again, again everything uh, manufactured over at their uh, state-of-the-art uh, uh, compound in Mandeville. Uh, uh, they'll treat your home like their home. And, of course, uh, when it comes to Burkhardt, remember, financing is available. Uh, looking for a new system? Uh, Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, Air Conditioning, Heating System, Standby Generators, Tankless Water Heaters. Uh, they're the experts. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Mike Scarborough is with us from tigerbait.com for a few more minutes. Mike, it came out last week. The NCAA is going to be able to uh, change the uh, transfer rule for basketball and football starting in 2022. The one-time exception rule would allow a player to transfer uh, for one time without sitting out a year, would be eligible to play immediately. Uh, this is starting in 2022. They have to notify their schools by May 1st for fall and winter sports, July 1st for spring and, uh, for spring sports for their intention to transfer. Um with that said, Mike, uh, we got COVID-19 uh, uh, transfer rule in place right now, which are allowing players to do the same exact thing. How do you think this affects college football and college basketball on the men's side as a whole? And then how do you think it specifically will affect LSU? You know, I watched Dick Saban's press conference last week, uh, and it was uh, it, and he, he kind of – I think he probably got it right where he said it's going to be a case where the rich get richer. And, yep. um, I mean, we're going to see where the dust settles, uh, you know, a handful of years from now. Um, but it's, it's, 
if you've already, uh, like me, where you think college sports has become like semi-pro, um, well, this is free agency. So it's, um, you know, if you're in a, in, in a bad spot with a, uh, in a particular position and you're in a program uh, uh, of a stature of most of your SEC schools, and uh, you've got relationships with high school coaches and, and or kids you've recruited, uh, but uh, ended up signing somewhere else, and you got a need, and they see where they can come in and play right away. Um, uh, they better bat down the hatches as far as tampering rules, and and um, because uh, of course there's really nothing you can do about it. I mean, it's it's going to be a deal where if a position coach at a school or a head coach uh, lets a, 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 a high school coach say, hey. Uh, uh, let uh, Chris know that uh, I need an offensive tackle in a bad way, and he'd come right in and play, you know. And, and then that's how stuff's going to happen. And you know, and if you're if you're uh, at a school like LSU, I mean, wouldn't you be watching, uh, it, you know, Conference USA, uh, uh, Sun Belt, uh, you know, your who's your who's first team uh, all uh, league and on the offensive line? Mm-hmm. Um, to me, it's just going to be an opportunity to pilfer. Uh, from your mid-major programs, some kids that developed uh, uh, more than, uh, you know, major schools projected out of high school. Oh, I'm, I'm with you. I talked about it last week. I think it is the is college football's version of free agency. And, and, and again, I don't think when you start looking at the major uh, universities, LSU, Alabama, just, just name a couple, right? I don't know if it hurts those schools. I think it hurts the mid-majors. I, I think it hurts, the, again, the, the schools that are, are, are not in, in the top conferences and, again, not among the elite in those top conferences in a lot of cases because, again, kids are going to hook on uh, to try to be able to, to win championships if they can, uh, and especially if there's a position of need where they think they can come in and fill in immediately, uh, it, it is going Going, it's going. It's going to be an opportunity for them to be able to move freely, and uh, it's no, going to no, change no college if, athletics got, like we've never seen before. Yeah, if you've got, if you've got a sophomore, whatever position you want to call it, it uh, you know Coastal Carolina, who's uh, you know first team uh, all conference and maybe even the best two or three players in that in that whole conference, and LSU says we need you and we can come right away. Well, they're going to lose that player. It's just uh, that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree with you. And uh, again, that's that's the one thing that I wonder uh, if. And look, uh, there is an argument that, that that again, coaches are able to be able to leave whenever they want. Why can't a player? Uh, again, there's also the argument that players are not getting paid, uh, but yet again, they're making big money for the university. Uh, why shouldn't they have the opportunity to be able to move on from from a, another university uh, to to uh, an ex- a university where they feel more comfortable? Uh, you know, again, I get all that, but again, again, the commitment for the grant and aid when when they sign it at that point again becomes a, a worthless piece of paper. Yeah, I just think this this really. And then why it's, it's another case of the rich getting richer is because you've got all these guys, these extra staff members at programs the size of LSU that that have relationships all over the place and have, you know, that, that can have eyeballs on different things and watch that transfer portal, or, you know, let let the you know the head man know uh, aware that uh, hey you know this kid can help us and. You know, I, I played college ball with his with his coach or or his daddy or whatever it is. You know, it, it, that's going to happen. Yeah, I would agree. Final question for you again: the uh, it looks like uh, the uh, 
up the, the, the moratorium on the dead period is going to expire on June 1st. Uh, expound on what, again, what's going to happen with, when that happens uh, when it comes to college football. Uh, it's going to be huge. Uh, June, uh, you know, of course, then we're waiting to see what the, what the dates are going to be. Uh, in normal years, uh, July would be dead. Um, that's when coaches would go on vacation. Um, and the only thing that would be going on during the month of July would be your SEC football media days. Um, so I'm assuming when, when, when they lift the dead period for June 1, that it's going to be nonstop camps, unofficial official recruiting visits stacking up throughout the summer. Um, so I, we're going to be super busy at Tiger Bait, and uh, I, I, re- I really can't wait. So uh, we, we, spring, spring football for LSU ended Saturday. Yeah, uh, but then May first, uh, we're gonna get the the, the spring uh, football practices at high school, so we'll be hitting the road for that. And then uh, June one, uh, we expect that the camp uh, circuits to be absolutely huge. And um, I, you know, you've got the the stuff out there like your Under Armors and your uh, you know Elite Elevens and, and and all that kind of stuff that's going to be trying to jockey for position. Um, I'm going to see what the tug of war is going to look like on that because uh, I think there's going to be a ton of recruits. And I think that's why in, in the last, probably in the last month, there's kind of not been a whole lot of action as far as commitments. Well, that's because kids are saying, Hey, it's opening up. Uh, I don't have to commit now. I'm going to be able to go on some visits uh, in this summer. And so uh, it's going to be wall to wall. It's uh, I can't wait. Yep. No doubt. Mike, Tell us about the comprehensive coverage you give us about the LSU Tigers on your site and how folks can subscribe. That's it. Go to TigerBay.com. We've got it all for you. Also go to our Facebook page and uh, hit the, the, the uh, like button on our, on our Facebook. We do live shows uh, during the week, and uh, we're getting a lot of uh, activity out of that on, on our, our Thursday night show, Wednesday nights on weeks that LSU baseball plays on Thursday nights, so 8 o'clock Wednesday night for our Tiger Bait live show. And uh, at Scarborough Mike on Twitter, check us out. We want to have you as a subscriber. Appreciate you, my friend. Thanks so much for joining us as always. All right, Eric. Thank you. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Hey, Southern Tires, your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Doesn't matter what's your personal vehicle or you're in charge of a fleet account. Southern Tire, they're going to treat your vehicle like their own. If, you're, if your vehicle's out of warranty, you're looking for a mechanic shop you can trust, right? Uh, and, of course, you want a shop that can do it all. And at Southern Tire, they can do it all. Not just, again, keep your car in great condition. Not just, again, fix it when it breaks down. But also, again, uh, the largest selection of tires you'll find in the metropolitan area. Again, tires, wheels, rims, they got you covered. At Southern Tire, again, they have the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians dealerships have without the dealership sticker prices. You want to be able to have peace of mind and a one-stop shop for, again, your vehicle? Think Southern Tire. Hickory and Airline and Metairie open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. Also, you give them a call at 504-737-1558. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. It's Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? 
How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opposite. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians that dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeAtInsAgency.com. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me. Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Jefferson Fiberglass has an opportunity for you. At Jefferson Fiberglass, you won't get a job, you'll get a career. Jefferson Fiberglass has immediate openings for fiberglass technicians and entry-level positions. To become a team member, call 504-347-6612, online at jeffersonfiberglass.com, or in person at 1524 MacArthur Avenue in Harvey on the West Bank. Jefferson Fiberglass is an equal opportunity employer. Don't wait. Join the Jefferson Fiberglass team today. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents and Doug. Okay, class, let's bump it up to nine. Come on, Limu, keep peddling. We gotta build our endurance to let more people know that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance, so you only pay for what you need. Pick up the pace, bird legs. Hey, don't talk to Limu like that. I'm not, I'm talking to you. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Get a customized quote at LibertyMutual.com. Does it feel like finding clothes in your fit is impossible? Tired of feeling overwhelmed with options that just aren't right? Let the experts at Stitch Fix do the shopping for you. At Stitch Fix, we make sure each piece is hand-selected for your life. So whether you're staying home or on the go, Stitch Fix has the answer for what to wear. We make it easy to find what works for you. Signing up takes just a few minutes, and styles are delivered directly to your door. Get started today at stitchfix.com. Stitch Fix, your style delivered.
Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. Hey, don't forget, uh, if you're in the market for a new system, ask about Amana and their lifetime unit replacement uh, warranty on air-conditioned heat pumps. It features the most comprehensive limited warranty coverage on the market. And, of course, at Amana, again, they stand behind their products. Burkhardt is an authorized dealer of Amana products. So, if, again, if you're looking for a new air-conditioning system, consider Amana. But make sure, again, no matter what system you want, you get Burkhardt to install it. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Uh, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Again, it's not just about service, uh, again, before the sale, but also service after the sale. With 15 trucks in the field and a 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business, they're there for you when you need them. Also, again, uh, continuing um, uh, to make sure they keep the upkeep on and maintenance on that, on that system is also very, very important. Burkhardt can do that for you as well. Uh, looking for a one-stop shop when it comes to your air conditioning heating systems? Burkhardt Air Conditioning Heating, they do it all. acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, I want to thank Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com for joining us on the program. We now turn our attention back to the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, joining us on the program now uh, from the Bird Rights. He's with us each and every week. Ali Cassell joins us on the show. Ali, how you doing? I'm doing well, Eric. Thank you for asking. Thanks for thanks for joining us as always. Um, look, the big buzz has been, and, and 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 I'd like to get you to be able to listen to this cut, and then I want to get your your thoughts because I know you've heard it a, a bunch. But again, for those five o'clockers that are jumping in the car right now, getting ready to hear our conversation, let's hear that cut again of of Zion Williamson. Could we, Rudy? Bruce. Uh, I'm glad you asked that, actually. Uh, I mean, New York is the mecca of basketball. Uh, I love I love playing. I love playing here. Uh, when I played here in college, and this is my first time playing here in the pros, and, I mean, this, this atmosphere, you know, whether they're cheering for you, whether they're booing for you, uh, it's amazing. Uh, uh, honestly, I think outside of New Orleans, obviously, uh, I think this might be my favorite place to play outside of New Orleans. I can't even lie to you. I can't lie to you. Okay, that that is um, Zion Williamson uh, after the game, uh, the the overtime loss to the New York Knicks on, on Sunday, and you know I talked about it ex- extensively in the first hour, uh, Ali. To to me, look. Uh, I think if you put him on a lie detector and you ask him again if the ping pong balls would have fallen a certain way, where would he right like you've gone? I think he probably would have said he'd love to go to the Knicks and, and play in New York. Uh, he is a generational player. Generational players would love to be able to play in big markets to showcase their skills. Uh, at the same time, again, he's property of the Pelicans for at least this contract, and and again, at least one more, uh, you know, uh, 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 which is you know something we normally see in, in the NBA because he's gonna be a restricted free agent. Uh, to to me. Uh, they got to start moving forward on, on again trying to no no on winning a championship not trying to win it on winning a championship in order to keep him because we've seen this with Chris Paul we've seen this with Anthony Davis Paul gave the, the, the organization six years Davis gave the organization seven years and and again even now there's there's less patience with younger players uh, to be able to stay with an organization especially in the advent of all these super teams out there uh, to me Griff's on the clock there's no doubt. He's on a clock, Eric. You're two years into Zion's uh, career, and even though he hasn't played, of course, every single game, the fact of the matter is the Pelicans are looking like they're going to miss the postseason, right? At least not get beyond this regular season. Whether the playing tournament happens or not, it's looking unlikely. 
But the fact of the matter is Zion is going to be out of the playoffs for two straight years in all probability, and that's not good. When you consider that he what he is doing this year, never mind that he entered the league as one of these uh, highly considered talents, one of, one of those generational talents, but what we've seen this year, it's almost unthinkable, right, to consider that Zion Williamson and his efficiency, his 30 points per game that he's been averaging a lot over these last couple of months or so, and what he brings to the court, the playmaking, everything he does at his age will not be in the playoffs. That, that's, that's unforgivable almost. When you do have you know, a superstar next to him like Brandonism, like you do have some other considerable talents as well that will help you win ball games, as in Steven Adams, like Lonzo Ball, right? So, yes, Eric, without a doubt, all eyes should be on this front office because in this, in this day and age, if you want to keep your stars, especially smaller markets, you've got to prove to them that they're going to at least experience a lot of winning, where they're going to have chances at championships, right? The main reason why Zan's comments to me at, for right now don't hurt as much is because, let's face it, anybody that plays in New York idolizes, you know, playing in MSG, Madison yes. Square Garden. Whether it's been Steph, uh, LeBron, you name it. But the fact of the matter is those players never, you know, even considered going to the Knicks because they were – find where they were at in their own situations, winning. So they never were lured by possibly a big market like that for other, no other reason than just wanting to play and loving playing in front of that crowd. But with LeBron, or excuse me, with Zion right now, you can't say that. He hasn't won a single thing in the NBA. So, yeah, without a doubt, the clock is ticking. Right, and, and the Knicks have been, a, have been a poor organization and a poorly run organization. So in a lot of cases, again, they're their worst enemy. If they were a better run organization, they would probably have the opportunity to be able to lure more players to be involved in a super team. I mean, look at it. It's in Brooklyn, right across the bridge, right? I mean, that's where the super team is in New York, not with the Knicks, not with the historic franchise. Uh, but there's no doubt the allure of Madison Square Garden. Again, the history of, uh, of the New York Knicks. There's no doubt about, again, you look at guys that are coming up and the opportunity to play uh, in, in in that particular setting is huge. And look, for Zion, again, look, I get it. There's no issue there. But at the same time, it's, it's on David Griffin now to be able to get, this, to get the job done. And look, I kind of went through it in my first hour in my monologue. The drafts, you can say right now, they look like they're pretty good drafts. But again, they're, you know, we still need some time to be able to figure out if, if Nikhil Alexander-Walker, Jackson Hayes, and now, of course, uh, Didi Lozada-Silva, who's coming over now on a multi-year deal from the NBL, going to finish out the season. If these guys are going to be players that are going to be NBA players, quality NBA players, and guys that can stick around here and maybe get you to a championship eventually. You look at the, at the Laker deal. I thought the Laker deal was as good of a deal as you could make once Boston dropped out. But again, now you're coming to the crossroads. Uh, again, you sign Brandon Ingram to a, to a max extension. Uh, is he going to be worth that money in two or three years from now? What are you going to do with Josh Hart? Is Lonzo Ball worth the kind of money that people are, uh, believe he's going to get on the open market? And if you put your back against the wall now because you did not move him at the trading deadline uh, and, 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 and now going with a point Zion type offense, is he a guy that can fit? So there's a question there. And then when you look at the trades, I'm going to say it right now, with the exception of the, of the, of the Laker trade because of so many draft picks involved in this, which is an unknown. You got to say that the the, the Bledsoe deal w- was a bust for for um, uh, for Griff because again Drew Holiday for Bledsoe and essentially Adams, who was kind of part of that deal, you know, in, in a part and parcel way. Uh, again, Adams has not been the player that again we thought he was going to be coming over. And when you look at free agency, JJ Redick, Nico Melli, they were here one year and gone, and neither of those guys really contributed a lot to this team. And you got Journeyman coming back in another draft pick. So to me. Uh, it's kind of lukewarm on what Griff has done thus far. 
Yeah, I don't know how you could think otherwise, Eric. I mean, they're headed for another season, finishing below 500, as we just talked about. They've got Zion. They've got Brant. And this core, it almost doesn't make any sense to keep all the components together, right? I mean, obviously, we talk at length for months now. Eric Bledsoe doesn't deserve to be on future editions, but it's hard to say that the rest of the guys do too, right? I mean, you mentioned it, Eric. Steven Adams hasn't had the impact defensively that you would have thought he would have for a Stan Van Gundy system, anchoring the paint and such. Pelicans have remained one of the worst defensive teams, right? Continuing on tradition that we saw under Alvin Gentry. And that needs to change. And, of course, with Lonzo Ball, I think that's now the biggest, I think, elephant in the room once again. But it's now going to be at the forefront over these final 15 games. You know, he, he's been back for five games now since his hip injuries. He's played five games. Had a great, excellent first game against the Houston Rockets where he had, I think, about 27 points and leading the Pelicans to a win. But since then, he's been icy cold for four uh, games straight. Kind of very much similar to how the Pelicans have been shooting the ball. But either way, he's being relied upon to be one of the biggest contributors, at least from a three-point shooting and defensive perspective. And he's failed over the last week. You, you can't deny that otherwise. So there's so many questions, Eric, but they're going to have to get it right. And really, when I look at this whole lineup, I'm not certain now that I would want to bring back Josh Hart, Lonzo Ball. And I probably would want to trade maybe more than this, this Eric Bledsoe, right? Because th- this – this, for whatever reason, this team always finds ways to lose the games. And that needs to change when you've got just a scoring talent like Zion, who's just one of the most efficient dynamo scorers in the league. And Brandon Ingram, who honestly is a very good shooter, right? He goes through his down moments in games. Mm-hmm. But for overall, he's a very good shooter from all parts of the floor. So why aren't the Pelicans a better winner? They really should be. Well, and look, here's the other part of it. it looks like Griff has bought in some pretty good role players, right? Well, so did Dell Demps. Dell Demps led the league in role players. Okay, he could bring a role player in, uh, you know, any time. But again, to get a guy to get you over the hump, to get you to a, a playoff, you know, he wasn't able to do that. So you know, Grill again. Look, I I like uh, Najee Marsh and what he's brought to the table thus far. Uh, you know, you look at James Johnson again with his sixteen million dollar price tag. Uh, you know, the 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 leadership, the the, uh, the the veteran leadership, and of course what he's done, the little things uh, for this team in the short time he's been here. But he's a one and doneer. He's not coming back next year. You know, so I mean, you know, at the end of the day, you could say, well, you know, he's been he's brought in some pretty good players. Yeah, but those are role players that kind of fit around Zion, and maybe some of them don't fit around Zion now, especially because you've changed now your system in midstream it was going to be zion in the post feed him and again shooters around now it's zion taking the ball of the floor point zion and you know again so now you're going in a whole different direction and how much does that change in terms of your personnel now going forward that changes everything with with zion now now leading essentially running the point on almost every offensive set in the half court you have to have undeniably better shooting Seven straight games now, Eric. Maybe it's eight now. They haven't exceeded over, I want to say, 24% from the three-point line. It's unbelievable. Today's game is everything. Everything's about the three-point ball, right? I mean, it, it, it's incomprehensible. You go through slumps, yes, but the way they're trending. And, and, and if you look, this team really is devoid of good, reliable outside shooting. I mean, outside Brandon Ingram, who even has mm-hmm. his moments, it's hard to say with Lonzo Ball. He has his great moments. He's one of the better three-point shooters. But look, when the Pelicans need a big shot, he never seems to make them. And yep. you can't, you look up and down the rest of the lineup, really, nobody else really knocks your socks off. Streaky. Uh, everybody so else is they, streaky. Yeah, you're right. Everybody is streaky. Nikhil's one of the biggest. Josh mm-hmm. Hart, same thing. So they're going to have to improve that 
I really feel like when you look at this team, Eric, you can count on the one and the two, right, in, in your starting lap. But the next three positions, right, you've got good role players, we mentioned that, but the next three key positions that should be in the starting lineup or maybe your six-man too, those are big question marks. And that's terrible when you consider how much minutes those guys typically soak up on other teams. So they're going to have to figure out a lot of roles and fill in those spots with much better, more consistent producers. And as you said, oh, by the way, they're going into year three of Zion. This is not the kind of stuff where, again, now you're changing things once again and you have a wholesale change in, 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 in terms of personnel uh, going forward when you're going into, in, into um, year three, especially for a team that really gets along. These guys like each other a lot, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, again, they're, they're building a championship contender just because they get along. And here's the other part, and I mentioned in the first hour. You know, again, to me, Stan Van Gundy is a bridge coach. How many people believe that, again, that, that Stan Van Gundy is going to win a championship in New Orleans with Zion Williamson? I don't. I think Zion, I think he was brought in to be able to, again, teach these guys how to be professionals, learn, let them learn how to play defense. And, and then I think there's an expiration date on, on Stan Van Gundy with any team. So, again, to me, the, the, the next coach is the coach that, again, if there's a chance to bring, him, to bring this team to a championship with Zion, which will be the coach to do that. Yeah, and it's kind of been evident this year, right? Eric, even though he's gotten along great, and I feel like he's got an established, really good relationships with both Zion and Brandon, the thing is the coaching has been suspect at times, right? He cost the game up in Indiana where nobody called a timeout, where if the Pelicans had simply called timeout, advanced the ball, they probably would have won a game against the Pacers. And then last night, after the mishap, the, the defensive mishaps of both Bledsoe and Lonzo, on the ensuing right. possession, Pelicans still had, what, two, two and a half seconds left right, yep. to score, to essentially win the game. And they drew up a play for Eric Bledsoe. That, that blows my mind. I don't understand the thinking behind it. I know he was hot in the third quarter. Maybe he wanted to make a tones for his defensive script. But either way, if you've got Zion and Ingram on your team and they're not getting the last shot, that's coaching now practice in my books. Amen. I'm with you. I'm with you 100%. And, look, I'm not sitting here, not here to bash on the Pelicans. I'm just being a realist here. I mean, again, you're in, going into year three. Uh, again, you look like you had a chance to maybe get into the playing tournament. And it's not over. You still have a chance here. But this team is sputtering. They're losing games at the end. They're playing with teams for the first three, three and a half quarters. But then they consistently, they go down the stretch. Uh, again, they, they melt. And, and, again, you cannot be a consistent winner in the NBA if you can't finish. And you've got to beat the bad teams, Eric. They had the Washington yes. Wizards beaten in their game. They were up nine in the fourth quarter. They didn't close it out. Knicks are a better team, no doubt. But guess what? They were up seven points with four minutes left, six mm-hmm. points with under two minutes left. They didn't close that one out. And we've seen that continually this season. That can't happen. If you want to just get into the playing tournament playoffs, hope, hope to get in the playoffs, you've got to at least beat the bad teams. And the Pelicans have such a poor record of doing that this year. So that, in essence, speaks to the consistency, which to me goes back to both the lineups and you point the finger at both the front office and the coaching staff. For some reason, they're not getting it done, but they need to get it done. I'm with you, Ali. And then again, if I'm Gail Benson, if I'm Dennis Lausch, I'm looking at the bottom line, and i got the ninth highest payroll in the NBA. I'm top-heavy in terms of my payroll, and I'm not getting again. I'm not getting my bank's fang for my buck from my payroll. And look, at this point, this organization is spoiled. They're used to winning because of the Saints' side. Uh, and getting the bang for their buck out of, out of their out of their team, they're not getting it from this team. No, and there's been so many chances, or so many times we've been hopeful that the chance was right around the corner. You already mentioned 
Chris Paul, Anthony Davis, two of the best yep. players we've seen in the league in the last 20 or so years. And they've very rarely enjoyed a lot of, or even a decent amount of success, a run of success in New Orleans. That, that's a problem. And it seems to be no matter who's running the team, who's coaching the team, it seems to be emblematic of how, you know, NBA basketball has done in the city. And they've got to change that image. And they certainly haven't done it in the first two years under David Griffin. You're right. There's 50 more games left, Eric. But when I look at this schedule, you know, you see the Nets on tap mm-hmm. tomorrow. They've yep. got to then face the Spurs, the Clippers, the Nuggets. There's three games against the Warriors, against a Stephen Curry, who's averaging, I think, about 40 points per game this month. And we know how the Pelicans really do poorly against the, these great shooters in the league, these great wings slash guards in the league. So it's a tough schedule. You don't really see it. And it's just unfortunate. They've stabbed themselves in the foot by not taking care of business earlier in the season. They've made so many mistakes. This roster seems flawed. And now they're coming down over this final stretch where you just don't have hope that they're going to get the job done. So going into year three of Zion, how much can they have patience in in building slowly through the draft, through their young players, or again, is now there a, a, a an emphasis on trying to be able to make sure uh, that this team can be a contender next year? Uh, playoffs, and I'm talking about a playing tournament. I'm talking about playoffs next year, and we got about a minute left. You've got to start getting into the playoffs. A player as good as Zion, when you look at all these generational talents, they started getting into the playoffs about second, third, maybe fourth year, but then they have a sustained run in the playoffs. Yes. So, no, you can't have any more experiments in the draft. You've already got a young team. You've got a lot of good talent, it seems like, right? Kyra, Nikhil, Jackson, mm-hmm. they've all shown sure. something this year. So, no, now you've got to fit in all these pieces, these young guys, along with Zion, and get pieces that complement those young guys. Whatever it takes, Eric, that defense and the shooting especially have to be figured out because those yep. are the two weakest points of this team, and that's what this league's really all about. I would agree. Alec Cassell always telling it like it is on, on this program. Of course, the bird rights. Tell us about the uh, site, how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. Thanks again, Eric. You can catch all of our work over at SB Nation. It's all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. We've got articles for you guys up every day, fresh, and we, we're doing a uh, weekly podcast as well. But we're going to be changing gears a little bit soon. There's only 15 games left in regular mm-hmm. season, so it's going to be time to review, you know, what's looking like a disappointing season and going over where we should, the direction we think this uh, organization should be headed. Cause it doesn't looking look like they're on a good path right now. Looking forward to it as always at Alec Cassell on Twitter. Thanks, Ali. We'll check in with you next week. Absolutely. Take care guys. Thanks Eric. Alec Cassell, the bird rights. We'll be right back. I'm here with my good friend, Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have, like, the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud, no. As a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker's always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Are you ready for the stifling New Orleans heat this year? 
take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to getting my AC ready each and every year, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating. With 30 years in the business, they really know what they're doing, and they can work on any AC system on the market. Burkhardt gets your system running right. They can find and fix the problems before you really need that AC this year. Schedule your tune-up now with Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Katie's is open during the coronavirus shutdown. Katie's is offering our full menu as well as wine and beer by way of curbside service or delivery NOLA. Our wait staff will deliver to your door anywhere. Check out our world-famous menu at katiesinmidcity.com and then call now at 504-488-6582 and place your order. Curbside service is at Katie's at 3701 Iberville. Gift cards are available. Keep our staff employed. Order now at 488-6582. That's Katie's, 488-6582. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504 Four seven three seven one five five eight to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. All right, we've got lucky caller number four, Marcus, on the line. If he answers this question, he wins a new car. Let's do this. Okay, for a new car, name the only actor to appear in... And now a message from our sponsor. With 24-7 support and quick and easy claims, Progressive protects what matters most. Progressive. Films all in the same year. Wait, sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Three seconds, Marcus. Yeah, no, but there was an ad in the middle. You didn't answer. Of that, but I didn't hear anything. Oh, oh, Marcus, you dropped it in the dirt. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Howdy, y'all. I'm hearing a lot of squabbling over who has the best chicken sandwich. But as the restaurant with chicken in our name, we let our sandwiches do the talking. The new KFC chicken sandwich has a huge breaded and extra crispy 100% white meat chicken filet, thick crinkle cut pickles, and real mayo in classic or spicy, stacked on a toasted buttery brioche bun for only $3.99, making this a clear cut chicken winner. Order the new KFC sandwich on the KFC app. At participating locations only, prices may vary, tax extra. Jefferson Fiberglass has an opportunity for you. At Jefferson Fiberglass, you won't get a job, you'll get a career. Jefferson Fiberglass has immediate openings for fiberglass technicians and entry-level positions. To become a team member, call 504-347-6612, online at jeffersonfiberglass.com, or in person at 1524 MacArthur Avenue in Harvey on the West Bank. Jefferson Fiberglass is an equal opportunity employer. Don't wait. Join the Jefferson Fiberglass team today. So much for tuning in. I want to thank our guests, Larry Holder, Mike Scarborough, Alec Desell. I want to thank our fantastic sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. The podcast will be up shortly after the program ends. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Coming up next, all access with Ken Trahan, Les East, Al Dupuis, and also uh, Loyola head coach Jeremy uh, Kennedy are his guests. I'm Eric Asher. Thanks for listening. From the dog catch of the government, they all got to go.